Have you heard about the new handicapping and betting app that is sweeping the nation? It's called First Bet, and it puts the power of AI-assisted handicapping, seamless wagering, and live HD video in the palm of your hand. Thousands of bettors have already made First Bet their way to handicap, bet, and watch more than 300 of the world's top tracks. Isn't it time for you to join them? And when you give First Bet a try today, you can cash in on a huge welcome bonus. Sign up with promo code Sport of Kings, all one word, and you will get $10 just for joining as well as a 10% rebate, up to $500 for your first 30 days. With that much free cash on the line, what do you have to lose? Get started at first.com slash bet. That's number one, st.com slash bet. And don't forget promo code Sport of Kings when you sign up. And if you already have an ExpressBet account, you're way ahead of the game. Simply log into FirstBet using your username and password, and you're off to the races. Up to 18 years or older and 21 years old in certain states to open an account with FirstBet and reside in the state where such activity is legal, void to prohibit national gambling support line 800-522-4700. The biggest and best of the Northwest just got even better. Introducing the all-new Muckleshoot Rewards Program with three tiers and extraordinary benefits. Play with your Muckleshoot Rewards card to earn points for free play and qualify for dining discounts, gifts, and much more. The more you play, the more you earn. Enjoy more benefits than ever before with the new Muckleshoot Rewards Program. Muckleshoot Casino, the biggest and best in the Northwest. Time for Horse Racing Northwest from Emerald Downs. Horse Racing and Emerald Downs in Horse Racing Northwest. Joe Withy and Vince Brune and producer, editor, Cy Labar involved as well. And Vince, uh, hey, a big weekend preceding and another stakes weekend upcoming here at Emerald Downs. That's right, Joe. We got another three-day week beginning uh, Thursday, July 15th, eight races Saturday. July 17th, eight races at 6.30, the Thursday card at 6. And Sunday, July 18th, they're just drawing that card, nine races beginning at 2.30 p.m. Very good. That's our schedule for the next several weeks. The summer of 2020, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday racing at Emerald Downs. And uh, we're going to take a look back to the previous weekend. Sunday, July 11th, we had a couple of stakes races and uh, great buildups for those. Many of the same horses that raced uh, about a month previously. Let's listen to track announcer Tom Harris's call of the Washington State Legislator's Stakes. And they're off the turn and homeward bound in the Washington State Legislators. And Daffodil Sweet is taking charge now. I'm a happy cat fights back at the inside. Late surge from Killarney Lass and don't kiss and tell. But Daffodil Sweet will prevail in the Washington State Legislators. Well, Daffodil Sweet, a pretty dominant win. Um, I didn't think anybody would win by two and a half lengths, but she proved she is one awesome sprinter, Vince. She sure is, and boy, she did it like a good horse. Sat right off of I'm a Happy Cat, blew by her, and won with Speed to Spare by two and a half, and... Uh, She's back on her game, and that was just uh, an aberrant uh, false start for her in the preview in the Hastings. So she is she is tough, and her only route last year wasn't bad either when That's she right. ran second. 
That's right. Second in the Washington Oaks last year. So she's only lost the one sprint, as Vince alluded to. And that's when she just did not come out of the gate with her partner horses there in the Hastings Stakes. But Daffodil Sweet was really tremendous. Juan Gutierrez with a fantastic ride. Uh, and a New Dimension. Boy, as connections, you know, Jody Peets and Steve Shimizu, the owners, trainer Chris Stensley, Clark Jones, exercise rider, Juan Gutierrez. When a horse does something different and wins, uh, you really got to be happy about the near future for that horse. Yeah, and she is not uh, speed crazy. She's mm. awful fast, but when yeah. you can sit like that a little bit, boy, that really, you might really have something there. And she has, uh, she's been brilliant around here and glad to see her bounce back like that. Because when they break bad, you, you begin to wonder, you know, if there's some issue. Well, apparently it was just a throwout. She is, uh, she is awful good. She's five for seven lifetime now. Daffodil Sweet, daughter of Minister's Wildcat, a Calbred four-year-old filly. Uh, our top three-year-old filly at Emerald Downs for 2020 and uh, looking good for 2021. Uh, she won by two and a half over Don't Kiss and Tell, who just edged out Squan's Kingdom for second in a kind of a uh, close to a four-way battle for second there. Squan's Kingdom got third. I'm a happy cat. Sent some fast fractions, finished fourth in front of Killarney last. So Daffodil Sweet, stakes winner again this year. And our other stakes race on Sunday at Emerald Downs was the Governors. Papa's Golden Boy had won the Budweiser over Baja Sur. And let's listen to the call of the Governor Stakes. A breathtaking half of 43 and 85, and he has kicked it in now, turning for home. It's Papa's Golden Boy with a final furlong to go. Along the inside, Wind Ribbon chasing unmatchable, launching a late bid. But Papa's Golden Boy has laid down the terms and will go on to win the Governors. The best horse at Emerald Downs this year, Papa's Golden Boy, Vince. Six and a half furlongs in a meet fastest, 114.50. You know, Joe and I, we both really like that horse, but we even had doubts about six and a half. You know who didn't? The horse players. The horse <laughs> went off at even money, which surprised me a little bit, and ran like it. So uh, Vince Gibson has always insisted that the horse will route, and we're going to find out here in a few weeks. <laughs> he is one exciting horse. Uh, uh, last year, early in the season, I think he won at five and a half and six, and just barely beaten in the... Uh, Budweiser last year by Elliott Bay at six and a half, but he hadn't won at that distance yet. He hadn't won past six furlongs, and he did route a couple times last year, but he is one beast. He just controlled that pace again, and you'd have to say a pretty soft opening quarter at 22 flat for a horse like that. Uh, then he sped it up a little bit, 43 and four to the half, but no touching him. Another win two and a half he's a three-time winner at the meeting the first two-time stakes winner at emerald downs this year papa's golden boy by harbor the gold out of brookie girl a washington bred and as vince mentioned trained by vince gibson owned by the lusk family they are just on a roll this year julian couton aboard unmatchable closed really well for second a lot yep. of Front-running horses did well on Sunday. The unmatchable showed some signs of life. Uh, looked like uh, the old unmatchable from last year, and they got to be excited heading towards the uh, the mile. Yeah, two-turn race, and Papa's Golden Boy's got to break through at that new distance as well. But what a beast. He is the best horse at Emerald Downs in 2021 so far. 
uh, really outstanding race. And of course, uh, there was a sad note in the governor's Baja Sur did uh, suffer an injury and uh, was humanely put down uh, after the race. Uh, and there are just so many things to say about him. It was, of course, not a nice occasion there. But uh, Baja Sur goes down in Washington history, events. Yeah, you know, and it, my, we all deal with those in our own way, Joe. We've been around the game a long time. And I try to be stoic and professional. But that one got to me a little bit watching that, that you know. It's bad, sad with any horse, but what a what a heck of a run he had. And just watching that out there, even the way the horse acted after the incident was pure class. Yeah, uh, the way was. he stood still there and uh, really, really tough to watch, Joe. But we all know it. it's part of the game. Yeah. Uh, Baja Sur, uh, six Washington bred honors. In 2018, he was the top two-year-old. In 2019, he was the top three-year-old champion sprinter. And Washington Horse of the Year. In 2020, last year, he was champion sprinter again and champion older horse. So six Washington bred honors for Baja Sur. And uh, just in a quick look, Noosa Beach and Stryker PhD have seven honors. So that's way up there in lofty company. Uh, what a great career for that horse owned by uh, John and Janine Mariansky. And, of course, trained by Blaine Wright, uh, also the Riverbend Stabler owners right. as well, Jerry and, and Gail Schneider. Uh, he gave them a lot of thrills, gave everybody a lot of thrills. So that uh, was, uh, you know, very unfortunate. But Papa's Golden Boy, once again, top horse at Emerald Downs in 2021. A lot of racing to come. The mile is August 15th, just about a month away Getting ready for that, and uh, we'll be talking more about that in the weeks to come. In fact, our trivia question later today on our show, Horse Racing Northwest, has to do with the Long Acres Mile. Uh, Corgi Racing coming up on July 25th, Sunday. That's going to be a big day. Uh, lots of fans out for Corgi Racing. But this weekend, we've got some stakes, Vince. Yes, we do, Joe. We Two-year-olds. We always got a good two-year-old program here at Emerald Downs, and uh, we got a doubleheader on Sunday. The King County Express, I can run down the field. They just drew it. Uh, that's two-year-old Colts and Geldings going five and a half furlongs. We've got a field of five from the rail out as Firewalker. Chumley supplemented into the race. Batman's Bull, Cobra Jet, and uh, Firing Pin. So that is the King County Express. The Angie C goes as race eight, field of seven. These are two-year-old fillies at five and a half furlongs. From the rail out, Akasi, Ropers and Wranglers. Teich awaits you, Cadillac Margarita, Smiling Salsa, Slack Tide, and Pontiffany with Kyle Frey uh, coming in from Northern California for the ride. Great. Good info there. A couple of stakes this weekend. And make sure you check uh, news and notes at emeralddowns.com. And supplements to your handicapping as well with all that great information. And uh, you've updated that for this week, news and notes. It is out, yeah. So uh, we put it out yesterday. And uh, yeah, it was we're getting into the we got 159 races, so that's 159 winners <laughs> among owners, trainers, jockeys, and uh, a lot of good stuff. Yeah, you bet. It takes a few minutes to go through that, but uh, you'll find it very, very informative. Also at emeralddowns.com, you can watch the replays of races at the meeting and actually going back several years. You can also access the trip notes from John Lindley. Both those, of course, watching video and using the trip notes provided by John Lindley are tremendous handicapping aids. And I know 
you and I both use. I do them. I use them a lot, especially for the morning line. They're mm-hmm. so easy to access. And you yep. know, those, those race replays, when you punch up a race, I mean, it's there immediately. That's right. And uh, you can stop it anywhere you want, rewind it a few seconds. Really handy and really uh, easy. And John Lindley's uh, trip notes are about as thorough as anyone you're going to find in the country. John Lindley with Parker's Picks. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a lot of... Uh... Um, notoriety from that as well he should people are very aware of those after several years of doing the same schedule joe withy vince brune here on horse racing northwest roy schaefer is going to join us he is the uh, part owner of cobra jet and roy of rev racing which includes his wife ellie Uh, they've had a lot of huge moments in their emerald downs ownership career and have another stakes opportunity this Sunday in the King County Express with Cobra Jet, who won our first two-year-old race of the meeting. And Vince went down, uh, went over that field, which can be accessed at the usual spots. So let's see here. Uh, oh, we have a, a jackpot pick six carryover going into Thursday night. First race at 6 p.m. this coming Thursday. in that jackpot pick six as it continues to grow. Uh, That'll be races three through eight on Thursday. Um, We had another big pick five payoff last week. Yeah, we uh, get this on uh, Sunday, the pick five, $33,298.95. Now, we've only had 19 days of racing. We've already had payoffs of $33,000, and $22,000 in our pick five. So yeah. uh, sounds like a pretty good uh, wager to get involved with. The yep. old bet a little to make a lot is really in play. Oh, that was Saturday, the pick five paid. Excuse me, yeah. Yeah, $33,000. Um, but, you know, again, uh, those of you that like the multi-race wagers, which are very, very popular, uh you know, if you're a pick four player, you might look at uh, adding an extra race because it's just amazing how much more the pick five pays than the pick four. And a lot of times it's just a two to one horse or a three to one horse that uh, is not an automatic include, of course, but uh, it's certainly gettable if they're two or three to one. And the pick five is pays just a lot more than the pick four yeah. often. Well, I guess the math on something like that, Joe, is yeah. the amount of possibilities between sure. four and five go up quite a bit when you add another eight or ten horses into the equation. Okay, so on Saturday, the pick five paid 33298 The pick four paid 2400 and the extra horse was nine to one that day. Talking Eyes beat discreet demons Sunday, seven to two on the morning line though talking eyes was yeah. a big overlay so you know sometimes people put in a horse like that on her ticket oh yeah if you don't want to single a huge favorite because uh, everybody's got them okay sunday the pick five returned uh one thousand six hundred dollars and the pick four returned two hundred and thirty two dollars so it was about eight times as much and mm-hmm. the extra race was three to one out of boy billy who had won two in a row he went off second favorite that's just an example no that's that's yeah. a really really great point so- yeah let's uh let's take a short time out we're going to come back with a little bit more a lot more this is horse racing northwest thanks for being a listener 
Have you heard about the new handicapping and betting app that is sweeping the nation? It's called First Bet, and it puts the power of AI-assisted handicapping, seamless wagering, and live HD video in the palm of your hand. Thousands of bettors have already made First Bet their way to handicap, bet, and watch more than 300 of the world's top tracks. Isn't it time for you to join them? And when you give First Bet a try today, you can cash in on a huge welcome bonus. Sign up with promo code Sport of Kings, all one word, and you will get $10 just for joining, as well as a 10% rebate, up to $500 for your first. 30 days. With that much free cash on the line, what do you have to lose? Get started at first.com slash bet. That's number one, st.com slash bet. And don't forget promo code SPORTOFKINGS when you sign up. And if you already have an ExpressBet account, you're way ahead of the game. Simply log into FirstBet using your username and password, and you're off to the races. Up to 18 years or older and 21 years old in certain states to open an account with FirstBet and reside in a state where such activity is legal, void to prohibit National Gambling Support Line 800-522-4700. Horse Racing Northwest, thanks very much for listening to us. We're in the summer of 21, and we've got our summer schedule going at Emerald Downs. Thursday at 6 p.m., Saturday 6.30 p.m., Sunday at 2.30. More stakes races this weekend and more good performances last week. What about those weekly honors, Vince? Okay, we went with the jockey, Javier Matias. Uh, I believe he tripled last Sunday. Mm-hmm. And trainer chris stensley of course we mentioned daffodil sweet she's she's got another nice horse her and jody peets they've got spitting image who's really an up-and-comer right now at the meet and then our owners you mentioned them joe the lust gary lust deborah lust jeff lust peyton lust gall of puyallup they're having a blast with uh, mm-hmm. papa's golden boy they're five for seven at the meet as owners so congratulations to them and then our washington bread of the week is a view from above Bred by Rick and Debbie Pabst, um, owned by uh, Grasshopper Racing, and our friend Doug Sternberg, Doug Stenberg. And, uh, you know, that could have gone a couple different ways. View from above was great, and Golden Glitter by Harbor the Gold uh, also ran a huge race as a two-year-old. A View from above is out of... Uh, Deja Vu's. Deja Vu, a barrage out of Deja Vu's, and she's been a terrific producer so view from above is our washington bread of the week yeah i think that damn six for six now is a producer six meaning six starters six winners so uh yeah joe toy uh won a couple more this past week he's got 16 wins to lead trainers ahead of vince gibson 12 ari herbertson 11 jeff metz won a couple he's got eight and we just can't uh, not talk about Alex Cruz again as he won all three days last week for, what is it now, 44? 44, the last 25 of last year, the first 19 of this year. You mentioned Joe Toy, Vince Gibson, Ari Herbertson. They combined, they've got 39 wins and only nine seconds at the meet. Yeah. <laughs> so The break-off is awesome there, isn't it? Their horses aren't just firing. They're winning by, by length, so they're all doing great. And Jeff Metz, yeah, you mentioned him. Mm-hmm. He's up to 22%, and he's got a, like an uh, 1160 average payoff so he's getting a little overlooked right now nice yeah um yeah alex cruz winning at 25 percent best uh among uh, all the top riders julian couton second in the standings he's five wins behind cruz is 37 and juan guterres juan is on a nice streak here vince of, uh, I uh, believe sh- you said you turned me on to that six straight multiple win days yeah he had a five win day and then yeah. uh the last five racing days he's had two wins so uh there's a reason he's our all-time leading rider he just gets on rolls like this 
Uh, Chuck and Greg Conley in the Terra Firma Farm, 10 for 17 as owners. One of the stable stars, Mike Mann's Gold, is in Saturday at Emerald Downs. He's two for two at the meeting in his 11-year-old season. Uh, John Parker, second with six wins. Uh, Scott Herbertson and uh, the Lusk family with five. So uh, the Conleys and the Terra Firma Farm having just a fantastic... And Buckley Bay's in, I think, this week, too, is he not? Yeah, I can't remember. He's in one of the days. He scratched yeah. and then is re-entered. So, okay. But he will run this week. Mike Mann's goal, that race Saturday, he's going to get tested. That, that was a really tough race. That is a super tough race. I'm going to try and make a pick on Horse Racing Northwest in that race. But for now, let's do our back and forth segment. Before we hear from owner Roy Schaefer, uh, what do you want to start off with today? Well, unfortunately, we had another passing in the horse racing world last week. Harvey Pack, yeah. who was, you know, the, a real um, advocate for the horse player going back decades, passed on at the age 94. I always got a kick out of him. He was yeah. kind of a fun guy, at the, you know, the kind of a racetrack character. And he, he had some sayings he liked. And, uh, New York chip on his shoulder, too, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and he hosted the replay show back there for, for decades. And he'd finish it always by throwing the program at the end like a frustrated horse player. But he had a few sayings I kind of like. One of them was, Harley is now a man alive who paid the mortgage at three to five. So, in other words, he liked to beat the chalk. Yeah. And then... Uh, Another one, he said, was never bet a favorite attempting it's something it's never done before. And an example of that would be uh, maybe a horse that's a six to five favorite that has never routed before and is now routing. So good sage advice from mm -hmm. Harvey Pack, but he will be missed. Yeah, Harvey Pack, you bet. The replay show on New York OTB really... Uh, that era in the 70s, he really came to the front and had a very long career and made a lot of friends, did some Breeders' Cup telecasts yeah. with NBC. Yeah. Quite the personality in racing. Hey, uh, Dr. Bruce S. at age 12, just about won one the other night. Wow, what a tough beat. I think Freiburg beat him right on the wire. Um, but Dr. Bruce S. is second on an Emerald Downs list. He has 75 career starts. They're all here at Emerald Downs. And Harbro has the distinction of being number one on that list. Harbro hasn't raced in... Uh, well over 10 years, the Vince Gibson trainee owned by Lorna Brown, 80 lifetime starts all at Emerald Downs. So among those that have made every career start at Emerald Downs, Harbro 80, Dr. Bruce S 75, Ragazzi Cat 65. He's running this week as well. Vince? Yeah, boy, uh, Dr. Bruce S. We were wondering if he had lost at those last two starts. He's found his game again, so he'll get a win before the season's over. Yep. Uh, okay, tomorrow Saratoga begins its season and then Delmar on Friday in the feature tomorrow at Saratoga the quick call $120,000 quick call for three-year-olds Golden Pal is one to two morning line favorite Breeders Cup juvenile turf winner last year trained by Wesley Ward and some little thoughts on Wesley you know he's in the Washington Racing Hall of Fame he won an Eclipse as the apprentice back apprentice hmm. jockey back in 1984 he's got seven Keeneland titles Everyone knows his Royal Ascot exploits, the first American horseman to win races there. Several Breeders' Cup wins. But uh, did you know that Joe or uh, Wesley's first win as a trainer was January 6, 1991 at Yakima Meadows with a horse called Mariani Red? Is that right? Yeah, I looked it up. There's some good research right there. And yeah, and let's see. 6th of January, 1991 with Jamie Comber riding. It won a $5,000 claiming race by a head. And Mariani Red was a 12-time career winner, a Kentucky bred who raced up and down the West Coast. That is good stuff right there. Mariani Red, Wesley's first ever winner. Okay, uh, we, 
we've mentioned uh, Papa's Golden Boy, and we're going to mention him a lot this year. He was the first favorite to win an Emerald Down Stakes race this year. We've had six stakes and uh, no other favorites. In fact, Daffodil Sweet was third choice at three to one, and Papa's Golden Boy, when he won the Budweiser, was uh, not the favorite in that race. So first favorite, uh, Papa's Golden Boy out of our six stakes so far. All right, and then I uh, mentioned Delmar beginning its meet on uh, friday they always have the oceanside stakes to kick things off it's a restricted stakes for three-year-olds we've been following harbored memories and Mm -hmm. he drew the one hole in that race he's eligible because he's a double allowance winner but he hasn't won a stake so he will be competing in the opening day feature washington bread harbored memories friday at delmar great yeah he has the one post he has 111,000 earned. He's number one on the list. Papa's Golden Boy is clearly second at $67,000 earned among leading Washington bred horse earners for 2021. Um, horses that kind of got back in the winner's circle after uh, some misses over the last year or two. Tumac Mountain had lost 19 straight. He won last week, took a little class drop. Lots of seconds, thirds, and fourths from Tumac Mountain. He'd been running some good races, but he broke that streak. So did Classic Leah. She'd lost 10 straight, and she ran a huge race from the one post. Uh, Didn't even break that great, and and, uh, rushed up, took the lead, won her race last weekend. And Freiburg had lost 13 in a row after having uh, really good uh, three- and four-year-old seasons. He'd lost 13 straight, and he edged out Dr. Bruce S. the other night to uh, get back in the winner's circle. Vince? That's great. Okay. And then... Uh, you our got good, an old, something old in your hand there. I do. Our good friend John Saul, who has occasionally covered horse racing for the Seattle Times over the years, sent me an old program. Joe, did you know there was a track called Wilmer Meadows in the state of Washington back you, in the 1940s? W-I-L-B-U-R. No. Now, Wilbur is located in Lincoln County, which is about 25 miles southeast of the Grand Coulee Dam. And they had six race meets there. And this, I'm looking at a 1940 program. This was the third day on uh, October 13th, 1940. And the seventh race was the Wilbur Derby, a $200 purse. And uh, it was a field of eight. What I find interesting, naturally, this is 1940, there were bases involved. (laughs) There was... Number five, Mess Wagon, was a 10-year-old gelding. Now, derbies back then apparently weren't just for three-year-olds, but Mess Wagon was trained and owned by B-Bays and mm. ridden by E-Bays. So wow. pretty fun learning about a former racetrack, uh, Wilbur Downs. So yeah. we thank John Saul for that. Very good. The Pennies uh, trained a good horse in the 60s by the name of Wilbur, the same spelling. Um, yeah, stakes winner for sure at Yakima. Okay, let's see. I've got uh, favorites in two-year-old races. They've won them all. Five for five. We've had five two-year-old races. The favorite has won all of them. Cadillac Margarita and Cobra Jet on that Wednesday, uh, June 30th. Um, Cobra Jet won by six and three quarters. Cadillac Margarita by three. Then Rocky Jack was two to one. He won by three. And then, as you mentioned, Sunday, this past above, a view from above two to one by seven lengths, golden glitter, nine to five by nine and a half. So chalk players having fun in the two-year-old races so far. Yeah, that's about it for me. But I will mention, you know, uh, you mentioned, uh, um, what was it, Rocky... um... Rocky Bar, or Rocky Jack. By Rocky Bar, yeah. Yeah. Rocky Jack... uh, OA Martinez has been a welcome addition to our yes. training colony this year uh, with Arapahoe not running. He's shown up with some decent horses, and uh, some of them have been in some real tough spots and have held their own. And 
his main client, Eli Diamant out of Denver. We thank them for coming Emerald Downs. Yeah, good point. Excellent there. I will add one more in here. Juan Gutierrez, who's uh, won three Long Acres miles, second on the all-time list after winning with another twist of fate last summer. Uh, he also is good at riding a mile on any type of horse. He was four out of five last week in one-mile races. And, you know, he had a streak a couple years ago that uh, I was keeping track of for a while. I think he was like uh, eight out of 15 in one stretch at riding at a mile. So Juan is really good around two turns. He's got two in on Thursday going a mile, Brahms Forest and Shoto. And Saturday, he rides Pistol Power and Oxbow Park at a mile. So give and those a little extra look. He has, th of course, three Long Acres mile wins. Yeah. So uh, you're right. I did say that. Pardon me? I did say that at the top there. You did say that at the top, and apparently yeah. my <laughs> eyes were shut. But no, yeah, he's uh, obviously a great rider and uh, in, a, in a groove going routes, but adept on any type of horse. Oh, yeah. I, again, six straight uh, multiple win days for Juan Gutierrez, our all-timer here at Emerald Downs. Okay, let's take a short time out. We'll come back and talk with owner Roy Schaefer here on Horse Racing Northwest. The biggest and best of the Northwest just got even better. Introducing the all-new Muckleshoot Rewards Program with three tiers and extraordinary benefits. Play with your Muckleshoot Rewards card to earn points for free play and qualify for dining discounts, gifts, and much more. The more you play, the more you earn. Enjoy more benefits than ever before with the new Muckleshoot Rewards Program. Muckleshoot Casino, the biggest and best in the Northwest. Horse Racing Northwest continues. Looking forward to another weekend at Emerald Downs. Again, a jackpot pick six carry over Thursday night. That'll start in race number three, $20,427. Jackpot pick six carry over. Well, owner Roy Schaefer has had quite the run at Emerald Downs. Uh, and Vince uh, did a lot of work down in Southern Cal and media in the 90s and into the 2000s. But you were back for Attaboy Roy in 2009. He was quite the spectacular runner, wasn't he? Yeah, he sure was. And he was uh, fast and classy and uh, could have gotten a mile that one day, maybe if he didn't lose a shoe. But he still set some amazing slits and wasn't beating a whole lot. But no, his season here sprinting was just off the charts good and he proved it by winning uh, some graded races around the country yeah $4,500 purchase out of boy Roy by tribunal out of Irish toast uh, the story of course Roy Schaefer at that sale with Val Lund his trainer and uh, they were prepared to go much higher Val Lund just loved the confirmation on Attaboy Roy and uh, when they got the gavel in their favor at 4500 and saved maybe 25000 from what they thought they might have to pay, uh, Val said, Attaboy Roy! And that was the name of that horse. But uh, Roy Schaefer has another good horse coming up, it looks like. His name is Cobra Jet. He was one of our, he was our first two-year-old winner this year and he's going to be in the King County Express this weekend. And uh, we caught up with Roy Schaefer uh, before our taping here of Horse Racing Northwest. And uh, we wanted to know about the sale situation last year in Washington on how he came to have that horse. When we, went, when we go to the sale, we pick out, uh, we get a short list of five or six horses. And 
I had two that I picked out, and uh, Cobra Jet was in the top five. And of the two, I ended up buying one, and then uh, I was discussing with Frank on going in a partnership on Cobra Jet. And the thing I, one of the things that I really liked about Cobra Jet is uh, his mom was uh, uh, sired by Attaboy Roy, and his uh, his dad was uh, Attaboy Roy, and his mom was uh, Carl Craig's Coupe de Fou, and Adagal Val was the name of the filly, and she was gorgeous. And, uh, but she would just, they, they just had a hard time getting her to the track. And that's, that's how I ended up with Cobra Jet. Well, uh, Roy gets involved with Frank Lucarelli at the sales. Um, they both have, of course, a role to play and Roy likes to stay involved as an owner. Uh, Roy talked about that. I do, I, I do look at him a lot and, uh, Frank and I, uh, choose him between the two of us, you know, there's there's some things that he likes more about one than than the other. Like last year in the sale, I didn't I didn't buy his favorite. Actually, I kind of got outbid on it, but I didn't buy his favorite. But the one I liked, I did buy, and uh, it wasn't Cobra Jet, but it was Boss Nine, and Boss Nine got scratched out of that made in special weight it had a little shin problem so we weren't able to run that horse roy really does like frank lucarelli they've built a heck of a relationship over the years and he had some nice things to say about frank he is he's to me he's the most honest person i've ever dealt with maybe to the point of being too honest he's just a super guy to work with and he always talks with you about what his plans are and what what do you want to do well vince you mentioned to me last week that cobra jet uh is has some new ownership involved with roy and frank yes he does joe they sold uh uh at least of a third of an interest to aaron wellman and the eclipse thoroughbred partners you see those uh light blue and dark blue silks racing in graded stakes all around the country so uh Boy, that's great to be able to sell to an outfit like that and be able to maintain a share and still run in a stakes race here this weekend. And Summer Roy, you know, in addition to Attaboy Roy, how about Mach 1 Rules, Track Attacker, and all those? Yeah, he's going to get to that a little bit. In fact, let's let's hear from Roy on that situation of uh, new ownership with them on Cobra Jet. Well, after he ran, he, he won by uh, six, I think it was six and a three-quarters, links or something. The next morning I got a phone call from an agent in Florida and asked if we would be interested in selling the horse. And at that time I told him, no, I didn't, I didn't really think so. We pretty much buy the horses for, for our own racing, you know? So anyway, he says, well, you think about it. And he asked me to give him a price, and I gave him a, I gave him a price, but you know, I mean, that was kind of immaterial. And then later that afternoon, he called again and says, "Well, have you made a decision?" And I says, "No, I, I says, uh, 
I would have to talk to my partner. And he says, well, who's your partner? And I says, Frank Lucarelli. And he says, well, I know Frank Lucarelli, or I know who he is. And uh, the people that want to buy him, uh, they, you know, they have lots of different horses. They run horses in lots of different states and different areas and stuff like that there. And, and he asked me, he says, well, would you mind uh, if we called Frank? And I says, no, I don't care. You know, so they called Frank and and a, a little while later, uh, Frank called me and said that he'd talked to these guys and uh, wanted to know what my feelings were about selling them. And I says, you know something, Frank? I says, I'd just soon keep the horse. And he says, well, I would too, you know. And then I got to thinking about it and in the conversation, I said, you know something, Frank? What you're telling me about this other organization, this, this might be something that could be beneficial to a lot of different people. I mean, it could be beneficial to you. You could maybe pick up some clients. It could be beneficial to Washington because when when Frank was talking to them people, his his main thing was that him and I would have say on what the horse, where the horse ran, what he did, and, and so on and so forth. So we decided that you know uh, to think about it and came up with the idea that you know something if, if they'll do it under our terms, uh, we will sell half of him. So we sold half of him to uh, Equine uh, Partnership. Uh, Frank and I have control of the horse's career at this point. That was one of the conditions that Frank was pretty adamant about because it wasn't something that we had to do. You know, I mean, it was that was one of the conditions that we wanted. You know, you just mentioned uh, Mach 1 rules and Track Attacker. Track Attacker was absolutely sensational as a two-year-old. He still holds a track record for four and a half furlongs, winning by nine in his debut. And then he rattled off three straight stakes wins. Mach 1 rules, four for four at age two. He won his debut by four. Six stakes wins total at Emerald Downs. Uh, We asked Roy who might be his favorite horse. Well... Attaboy Roy's got to be right there, and uh, Mach 1 Rules has got to be right there. And, you know, I, I often wonder if the best one of, a, of them all wasn't Track Attacker. He, he ended up getting sick, but he was, he was an amazing horse. Well, you know something? You was naming them horses... The one thing I want people to know is they're all Washington breads, or they were all bought at the Washington sale. Yeah, Roy is proud of the fact that uh, Attaboy Roy, Mach 1 Rules, Track Attacker, Cobra Jet, all bought at the Washington sales. And uh, he's happy to uh, get uh, new ownership involved on Cobra Jet. He might get a client for Frank, as he mentioned. So that's all good stuff. And then he mentioned a little bit about Cobra Jet coming up for this weekend. He, he worked him a little bit, uh, what was it, Sunday, and blew him out a little bit, and it seems to be great, so we're hoping for some some uh, good experiences with our new partners. 
Thanks very much to Roy Schaefer, as Roy and Ellie Schaefer of REV Racing, just uh, hugely successful with their young horses especially, and then that great run for many years without a boy, Roy, as he won at six different tracks in his career. And a uh, couple of big moments from Attaboy Roy, Vince. I know, as you remember, you mentioned the fact that he'd won uh, all over. And, well, when he won the Washington Cup here in 09, after he lost the mile, he threw the shoe in the mile. At uh, By the way, Silabar Cy- found that on video. And I know the uh, HRTV and TVG were both using that um, in the lead-up to the Breeders' Cup sprint that year. And then he didn't change leads in the stretch. I remember Ricky Frazier saying after the race, if he wouldn't have thrown the shoe, which I didn't really know he did at the time, but then if he had it, if he had changed leads, I thought he'd win with either one of those and just beaten maybe a length and a half in that great 09 mile here at Emerald Downs. And uh, after that, he won the Washington Cup sprint and set a new state record, beating Gray Papa's long-standing record. He ran, he went 107 flat that day. At, that was uh, really something um, as he started to pull away at the three-eighths pole and got into another gear, and the fans just, uh, ooh, you know, there was a lot of oohs and ahs going on, and then the final time bore that out. Okay, good luck to Cobra Jet this weekend, and Roy Schaefer, Frank Lucarelli, and their new ownership group. Uh, Vince, what else? Uh, you got anything else? I got trivia here. Well, I wanted to, you know, we mentioned about we've got this bonus going on. Yes. That... Uh, uh, any horse that finished first, second, or third at an out-of-state track in April, May, or June is eligible for a $1,000 bonus if they finish first, second, or third in any claiming race at Emerald Downs this month or August. And we had three horses, uh, my, my unofficial count, qualify for a bonus last week. Loose Ball, Swamp Souffle, and Gray Point. None of them won, but they all hit the board and uh, finishing second. So that'll be a nice little bonus there Darn for right. a thousand bucks a piece. That is great. Yeah. Take advantage of that bonus uh, offer. Three of them already. So uh, good stuff there. And I think it's about time for trivia. Last week, our question was name the only horse at Emerald Downs to win two sprint stakes and then follow that with a mile victory. Longacres mile title in the same season. So they won a couple sprint stakes before the mile and ended up winning the mile. Got several replies and several right answers. Um, did you know the answer to that one? One more time, run it by me, the parameters here. Emerald down zero. Won two sprint stakes before the mile and ended up winning the mile in that season. I think Wasserman. That's yeah. right. Yeah. You know, my first thought would have been Noosa Beach. The reason I asked the question is because Papa's Golden Boy has a chance. He's got a you know, shot. looking ahead last week, I thought, well, if he wins this stake, he's going to have two sprint stakes and could he win the mile? Well, Wasserman's the only one to do it. Back in 08, he won the FSN and the Governors at six and a half furlongs, both in a photo finish. And, of course, won that memorable 2008 Long Acres Mile. So uh, Michael Tarlow is our winner this week in the drawing. He was one of the Wasserman correct answers. So, Michael Tarlow, you have won a little Emerald Downs prize, and we will present you with that at the proper time. And let's go on to this week's question. In Long Acres Miles at Emerald Downs, there have been 25 of them. Which jockey has the most mounts? Who's got the most mounts in the 25 miles in Emerald Downs history? So send your answers to trivia at emeralddowns.com, and we'll 
get that answer out next week. Do your research and do your handicapping and do your Emerald Downs trip this week. Thursday at 6 p.m., Saturday 6.30, Sunday at 2.30. Vince, I think you have uh, offered proper input this week as well as I have. Yes, I think we just about put a, unless we're going to give out some picks. Um, oh, picks. I knew, You know, I was stuttering and stammering over here. You I know, Joe, when we're not going stuff. good, we're not yeah. so anxious to get to that <laughs> segment, right? I mean, yeah. not the way it works. I, I am going to say a little bit of something that I, I had a good Thursday, picks-wise. Boy, did you ever. My six winners. Six winners out of eight. But the one I and gave that's out. <laughs> and folks, that's legitimately on top. Joe's an accurate yeah. scorekeeper. That's yeah. not top three or nothing. That was six on top. Yeah. So, um, but I gave out on the show Tough Rooster, who came in a distant fourth. That was my pick for Thursday on this Horse Racing Northwest podcast. And then I think on Saturday, I had a rate for me who came in fourth at 10 to 1. Uh, didn't really make the big move like... Lolo Paniolo and Swamp Souffle did in that race. Well, that Lolo Paniolo is sure rejuvenated, isn't it? That's uh, three wins out of his last four starts. Yeah. And he runs on turf, synthetic, dirt. He is really going nicely. And that was, talk about grinding out a win. Boy, he got up. And that was one of those Juan Gutierrez mile wins, I believe you've been talking about. Darren right it was. Yeah. So uh, there is, uh, and then I think you, you picked Squan's Kingdom, who ran good, ran yeah, well. Yeah, she always does. She's she a pro. She ran well in the uh, Washington Legislator Stakes, just missed second, um, and competing really well all the way to the end. Daffodil Sweet won that, but uh, that was a good nine-to-one shot. In fact, I would have uh, had a little exacta there if she had gotten too. second, but yeah. that's ifs and buts were cherries and nuts. Yeah. Okay, so this week I'm going to go... Um, I got those written down here somewhere. I got a lot. Of oh, I'll, yeah. go, I'll go while you're looking, go Joe. Well, one of my likes scratched and re-entered, so I only got one pick this week. And yeah. it's going to be pretty chalky because it's uh, race seven uh, tomorrow night. That would be Thursday. Mm-hmm. And Buckley Bay, who was the morning line favorite, is scratched and re-entered. So I really liked uh, Grinder Sparks Aglow. Um, but he's going to be a bit of a, a chalky price now, but I still like him. There's a lot of speed and he's coming off two really good seconds. And I just, even if I don't have a wager on him, he's a horse I cheer for. So he's amazing. we'll go with a chalky grinder sparks a glow in the feature tomorrow night, Thursday night. Yeah, I've got him too. Um, he's just, uh, any post, any way the race sets up, he is really some kind of racehorse at age 10. I took She's My Ride for a price play, price play that is, in the 8th on Thursday night. She's got the one hole for Mike Puich. Uh, and, we, you know, we didn't mention Franklin Sabalos. He did have a fracture in that spill. The with collarbone, the, I believe, right? Yeah. yeah. Boy, he's had some tough luck. Yeah. I really feel for that young man. So I'm not sure who's going to ride She's My Ride, but certainly a quick recovery for Franklin. But she's my ride, uh, competed well in her last uh, at six furlongs. She was edged out by National Heroine, who's also in that race, the eighth. It's a non-winners of two for fillies and mares at six and a half. Six and a half is going to help she's my ride. She doesn't have brilliant speed, but she, and she had to close into a fairly slow pace last time out, but she was running quite well. The pace in there, there aren't any speed burners at all, so... Uh, you know, maybe a little crafty ride from that rail post and eight to one. She's my ride could be effective. I like your angles there. Thursday night, Saturday. I'm going to go candy zip for Bob Bean because uh, 
He is in that race with Mike Mann's Gold. Uh, there's uh, two or three other speed horses it's in there. It's a tough race, yeah. There really are. There's lots of speed in that race. So Candy Zip looks like he'll get a really good setup in there in the seventh on Saturday. Really fine uh, handicap. And I think Juan Gutierrez is back up on that horse. He is, yeah. 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 Okay, there's a look at uh, this week at Emerald Downs and last week and uh, the Mong Acres Mile and uh, Roy Schaefer, lots of good stuff. And then next week we'll go back to the three-year-olds with the, the uh, Kent Stakes and uh, I believe the Irish Day and uh, three-year-olds and three-year-old Phillies. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Okay, thanks for listening and send your answers in to trivia at emeralddowns.com. This is Horse Racing Northwest.